0: Hello there. Welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. I'm so glad you're here with me today. My name is Denise Alvarez. And in case we're new friends, I will always take just a minute to tell you a bit about myself and my business. And then we will jump into the meat of our episode, which today is going to be all about how you can write words that speak to your dream customer. So as I said, my name is Denise, and my business is Storm Lily Marketing. And through that, I get to help horse business owners like you turn your website visitors into your customers. And I do that through coaching, through website design and content, through email marketing strategy, and my new monthly membership, Social Stripe. Well, I've been saying new for a while, haven't I? I guess it's not as new anymore. We started in March of 2021, so we're about to enter 2022 but it still feels new to me. So I do each of these things so that I can help you be out doing more of what you love to do, right? So you can be out riding more horses, training more horses, working with more clients, getting that work done that you want to do that you love so much. The reason you started a business in the first place, right? So I love to provide you with some step-by-step strategies, some basic how-tos, so that you can not only see what's possible for your business, but so that I can help get you there and guide you through that process. And so today, I'm going to guide you through the process of writing words that speak to your dream customer. So specifically, we're talking about content, which is really just another way to say all the words that you use in your marketing. So it may be your social media post, maybe your website, maybe your YouTube videos, all of those things are content, right? So how often have you grabbed your phone and started to write something, for example, for a social media post, because you know you're supposed to, but you're just not sure what to say. Now, here's the thing. I'm not talking about just a fun random update. I mean, actually using social media to serve and grow your business. Now that takes a little bit more thought, right? Maybe it's an update you need to do for your website or an email you need to write. Maybe it's not just social media. But the point is, you're staring at a blank screen or a blank phone, and you don't know what to write to make a difference. You are not the only one, I promise you. And here's why I know that. The reason we're actually talking about this today is because I have a free Facebook group where horse business owners like you are absolutely welcome to come. So if you're not in there yet, I invite you to look it up, How to Market Your Horse Business Facebook group. It's literally How to Market Your Horse Business community. And you're invited to join. And when you do join, and when anybody else that has gotten in there has joined, I ask a specific question. And that is, what is your biggest marketing challenge? right? It's a simple question. And it's been so insightful. Here's what I often hear. I don't know what to post on social media, or I don't know what to say to reach the right people. I have a hard time knowing what to say. I don't know how to explain what I do. I don't know how to explain why people should work with me or why they should send their horses to work with me. Maybe you have said some of those same things. And you're saying it because you know that from websites to social media, to YouTube descriptions, all the things, print media, ads, and flyers, the words that you use, they matter. They have a weight, right? And they're either going to entice or invite someone to learn more about you, or they're going to have the opposite effect. And they're going to get them to keep moving on to the next thing. Now, I know that it's possible Maybe not for everybody, but it's possible that this podcast is the only time you actually make to listen and learn about marketing. So I want to take this episode to help you with this particular problem. We're going to learn how you can write the words that will speak to your dream customer. Now back in episode 37, I did share five steps to create clear content that moves people to action. And I do want you to visit that if this is one of your problems as well. But on this particular episode, we're diving into just one of those things, right? Because one of the things I talked about there was the need to write from your customer's perspective. So often when we sit down to write, we write through our own filter, right? It's it's easy, it's natural to do. But what I want you to do is learn to put on the filter of your ideal customer, and think about it through their perspective. Who's your best fit audience? What are the problems they are having? What things do they care about? And what words do they use to describe their problems? Now, I know that it's possible your next question is, okay, Denise, that's great. That's super helpful. But I still don't know what words I'm supposed to use. Okay, no worries, we're going to cover that, okay? I'm going to share with you five specific ways that you can get the words from your dream customer, okay? And then we're going to talk about three questions that you can ask them in that process and what you're going to do with their answers, okay? So let's dive in. Now, by the way, in case you're a note taker, or in case you're thinking, Denise, this is a lot of information in one episode, I know it is, Uh, make sure you just jump over to the show notes and get the notes for this or the highlights, right? Stormlily.com slash 57. I will have these questions and answers and things like that there. Again, it's the highlights, So it's a good thing you're listening. But you can definitely jump over there and get those highlights and get this list. Okay. All right, so here are five ways that you can get in touch with your dream customer or your best fit audience and get those right words that you can use when you're writing your content. Okay, number one is a survey. I know it sounds super formal. It does not have to be. Now, if you have an email list, this is a really great thing to do. But if you don't, you can still utilize a survey. You can do something as simple as a Google form, which do not be intimidated, just Google it, and you can set that up pretty easily. And what that's going to do is automate the process for you. So you can put down your three to five questions in your survey, you can put that out there to people, and you can email it. We'll talk about that. Um, But the point is, when they put their answers in, you can have it set up where it goes straight to your email and you see that or straight to a spreadsheet where you have all that information in one place. So the great thing about a survey is the way that it can filter all that information into one place where you can go in and look at it. SurveyMonkey is another good one. Um, JotForm, I think, is another good one. There are con, There's all kinds of tools out there that you could use. But the point is, put together a simple three to five question survey asking them, right? This is a learning um, opportunity, I guess is the right way I wanted to say that. Uh, This is a time for you to be learning, right? Not selling. So you're just asking them questions about their struggles as they're related to the products and services that you have. Now you're not asking them about your specific product or service, right? So say that you have, uh, you are a horse trainer, then you're just going to be asking them particular questions About if they try to train their own horse, or what has been their struggle working with horse trainers up to this point, right? Or what would be a dream solution for them? We'll talk about some of those questions. I'm kind of giving myself away there. But the point is, when you're asking these questions in a survey format, it's not a survey to find out what it's like to work with you. The point of this survey is to learn about your best fit audience, okay? All right, so way number one is a survey. The next way you can do this is simply by sending direct messages or Facebook messages to the people that you do want to work with, to the people that you see on Facebook or on Instagram that are your best fit audience. Now, again, you're not sending messages to sell. I'm just going to continue to hit this home because I know it's it's second nature, especially as a business owner, to think you need to be selling all the time. But this is an exercise in learning, Okay. So you're going to send a direct message or a Facebook message. And first, I want you to ask for permission and just say, hey, I'm, you know, reworking some things on my website, or I'm just trying to learn about the people I want to serve. Can I ask you a couple of questions? It's no pressure. I just want to learn about what's helpful to you, what's not helpful to you as I'm creating products and services. So get their permission. And then when they shoot back, yes, sure, no problem. Then you can ask them a couple questions. The great thing about doing it this way is it feels a lot less pressure intensive, a little more lighthearted. They're not sharing an email address with you. They're not, you know, and you're saying up front that this is not a sales opportunity. You just want to learn. So you can get some really good feedback this way. Now, I know that you might say, Denise, I don't have time for that here's the reality that I'm just going to give it to you straight, right? We can all say all day long, I don't have time for X, Y, Z. But if we see how it's connected to our bigger goal and our bigger purpose, then we're going to make time for it. So what I want you to see is that this exercise or these exercises and learning about your best fit audience are going to give you a bank of ideas for that content. When you write that content, it's going to help you connect with that best fit customer who's then going to become an actual customer. So hopefully knowing that will help you to say, okay, once a week, I'm going to schedule in 15 minutes and I'm going to do this. That's all it takes, right? Just some intentionality. Okay, I digress. All right. So we have surveys. We have Instagram messages or Facebook messages. You can do the same thing via email. If you have customers that you have already worked with, or people that you know you want to work with, do the same thing. Send a quick email, ask for permission, and when they shoot back yes, then you send the questions. The reason I like the idea of asking for permission is, again, it just takes away that pressure of people thinking, oh my gosh, look at this long email. They're going to, you know, they're trying to sell something right away. Okay, so ask for permission, super quick and easy. And then when they say sure, no problem, send them back, you know, two, three, four, five questions, I would not go more than five, definitely. Okay. All right, next, we have a phone call. Now this one, a lot of people are hesitant to do these days, we think, oh, I've emailed them, and I've emailed them, and I've never heard back, and we forget, we can just pick up the phone, right? So do not be afraid to pick up the phone and have those conversations. Now, especially if you have a few customers that you're like, I wish I could just replicate that person and make a clone copy of them. That's the kind of person you want to pick up the phone call or the phone and have that conversation with. Ask them a few questions, learn as much as you can about them, where they're at, as it relates to your products and service and how you can best serve them. Okay, the next one, the final one, right? So we have survey, we have Instagram and Facebook messages, we have emails, phone calls. The next one is a quiz. Now, this one is a little bit different in terms of you're not going specifically to a person with this question, But quizzes can be really helpful to learn if you can make it fun as well, right? So if you can turn this into something fun that you do, use it in your stories. Um, The questions that I ask, you're definitely going to have to play with it a little bit more to turn it into a quiz. But if you can do that and do it well, then you can make quizzes fun for people to take. And then you can also learn a ton when they answer your questions about where they are in the process, or have they ever tried to train their own horse before, or you know, have they ever done a lead change, or you know, have they are they interested in this particular discipline? Discipline. Um, you can learn a lot through quizzes, so I will put that out there. But I will say we will probably do a future episode in 2022 all about quizzes to dive into that for you. But for now, just know that it's definitely an option for a way to learn. words that people are using to describe where they're at and describe their problems. Okay, so you have some ideas here for how you can reach out how you can get in touch. But what should you be asking? Let's look at a few questions. Now, as I said, these are learning questions. Okay, you're trying to learn just about them about where they're at, where they've been where they want to go. And you can structure it that way if you want to be honest. So here are three specific questions that I'm going to give you just to get you going. So you do not have to ask them this way, but definitely asking these types of questions can get you the answers that you need to build content that's going to speak directly to them. Okay, question number one, what's working well when it comes to blank? Okay, that blank is going to be what is related to your product or your service. It's not the specific one that you provide, like you're not going to say what's working well when it comes to uh, visiting my barn on a weekly basis. Nope, we're not doing customer feedback here. We're wanting to learn overall what's working well when it comes to sending your horse to a trainer, you know, and ideally, you're going to talk to people that don't just have horses with you, but have had that experience in the past. Okay, question number two is what's not working well when it comes to XYZ? Fill in the blank, right? Or another way you could say it is what stresses you out when it comes to blank? Or like I did for my Facebook group. What's your biggest marketing challenge? Simple and easy and straight to the point. And I knew because the people that are joining my Facebook group are horse business owners. So I don't have to say, What's your biggest marketing challenge when it comes to marketing your horse business, right? I could just say, what's your biggest marketing challenge? Okay, I know who I'm talking to. Okay, question number three, what would you consider a dream solution around blank? Now here, again, I want you to be specific, um, maybe about the problems that you have found out along the way. So for example, you're not just going to say, what would you consider a dream solution to be around working with your horse. Okay, be a little bit more specific, right? And that's just going to help you to get the words that you need. The idea with this question is to let them tell you what they're hoping for, what they really want, right? When you're asking someone their dream solution, you're removing the barriers and giving them the opportunity to say, well, honestly, if somebody would do XYZ, that would make my life so much easier ding, ding, ding. There is your verbiage. And if you don't provide that product or service yet, that's also a product idea for you or a service idea, right? Now, again, I want you to take these questions. I want you to make them sound like you. But again, the goal is for you to get them to open up about their problems and what it would look like to have that dream or perfect solution so that you can create that or show them how you've already created that and use their words. Okay? Which leads me into the last part of this episode, which is what in the world do you do with this information? Okay, now let's go back to the beginning, why we're doing this in the first place. You said you didn't know what to write, or how to explain what you do, or why what you do is important is going to make a difference. Okay, I want you to take what you're going to learn from these questions, from the people that you talk to on the phone, from the emails that you get back, right? And then I want you to sit down and come up with just a bank or even have notes app on your phone. You know, I love that. Go in and just open one up and it says content ideas. And as you are reading these responses, then you might go, oh, I can write a post to teach them my one simple strategy about this or my mindset about this, right? Or my unpopular opinion about this particular thing. It's going to give you a ton of ideas for content. It's also going to help you make sure that you're being very clear about the problems that you solve. Are you naming their problems the way they name their problems, right? That sometimes it's just a little bit of a verbiage tweak, and then all of a sudden you're connecting with the right people. Do not be afraid to just take some of their words and use it because that's the point. That's what we're doing here, right? You're maybe not going to take an entire sentence from somebody, um, but maybe you will over time and you're going to piece them together. You're going to make it sound like you, but through the filter of your customer's perspective because that's your goal. Okay? Okay. All right. I so want to hear if this has been helpful to you because that is my goal. So if you're a member of my Facebook group, jump in and let me know if you have any questions. If you are not a member of my free Facebook group, I do invite you to jump in. I would love to hear from you. And I promise I know that these things are an investment of time, but there will be a return because as you continue to learn more and more about your best fit audience, the problems they have, the ways that you can help them, your marketing is going to be so much more clear, you're going to be speaking directly to the people that are the best fit to work with you and that you can help the most. Because I know that just like I'm in business to help you, you're in business to help others as well to help horses and to help their owners, right? So as you do this, you're going to do that even better. Now, as I mentioned, you can jump over to stormlily.com slash 57 for episode number 57. I will have the link there to my Facebook group, as well as the highlights of this episode. And if you have any questions, you can jump on there and get in touch with me as well. Or of course, on Instagram or Facebook, you can reach out at any time. Storm Lily Marketing is where you'll find me. Now stay tuned because we are starting the year off in 2022 with a free goal setting workshop. I am still panning out the details. So I just wanted to give you a heads up and say, Hey, I want you to be sure and join It's going to be the first part of January next week, I will have the sign up link for you. And you know that I love to keep things practical and actionable. So we are going to come ready to set some goals and to really dream, right? We talked about those dream solutions, I want to help you to dream for what this next year can look like, and then also figure out some concrete ways that we can get started together to make that happen. So if we're email friends, you will be the first to hear about it. So if we're not friends via email yet, and you don't hear from me every week about the podcast, then just jump over to stormlily.com slash podcast. And you can get signed up there. All right. Okay, as always, friends, I am here for you. I am cheering for you. And I will see you again next week. Have an awesome day.